Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. CJ Powers has a wonderful blog. In fact, this is how I, I he came on, uh, CJ, this is how you came onto my radar, popped onto my radar uh, with cjpowersonline.com, cjpowersonline.com, which he has a wonderful blog. It is read and enjoyed across the world. And when I say across the world, we're talking 144 countries of the world. He has subscribers, which is incredible. That means it has, uh, what you're doing, CJ, is having an incredible effect. You'll probably never know until eternity how many people uh, who are reading you and and, uh, being inspired by you and learning from you, but also uh, having their lives changed through uh, inspiration and instruction. That's got to be gratifying, I I would think. Oh, I'm very thankful when I get the opportunity. In fact, uh, as you have done many times with your instruction overseas and at universities, I've been invited from time to time to other countries where I've been able to speak and uh, conduct screenwriting workshops. The thing that's amazing is when you get to hear, you know, things that you never thought you would hear, like a person being so thankful you wrote or said certain things that literally changed the course of their life, wow. which then changed the course of other people's lives. Uh, there was one uh, person in uh, South Africa. He was just adamant about getting into filmmaking. He felt like that was his calling in life. And he did everything he could to research and to learn and so on. And he was getting nowhere. He stumbled upon my blog, learned a handful of things from it, and turned around, and now he's got a television series that um, airs to over a million people. So it's exciting to know that, you know, we made a little bit of a dent in this world. Very, very cool. Um, CJ has worked on over 300 TV shows and seven films, and that may uh, be old information. It may be uh, more than that even now. And and is it? more, yeah, more, film, more films since then? Uh, well, when we're talking films, I'm talking about features. I'm not sure. talking about little films. Yeah, <laughs> I've sure. worked on lots of little films that I don't count, right. uh, but, but eight feature films. Um, and yeah, the number over 300 still works because I haven't hit 400 yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's the, what's the difference between 333 and 379? It's, you know, it's in the 300s. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter, frankly. I mean, well, actually today, it might start mattering now. You know, a lot of series, back when I was um, full-time in television only, uh, we were doing 26 episodes per program per year. Now you are allowed to do eight per half a year. Right. And somehow that's the equivalent today. I I don't understand how that all works, but all I can say is that the – my counts were from <laughs> the earlier practices where you tried to hit a hundred episodes as fast as you can today. You're, you're golden. If you just hit 80 episodes, you never have to get to a hundred anymore. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I would, I can completely agree with that. Um, and part of the, part of the thing is that you and I are both veterans 
And there are projects that I have completely forgotten after all these years. Uh, I think back of what I worked on, you know, in a certain decade at a certain time. And there's some, if I don't write it down or look through an old folder that has invoices or pay stubs or, or uh, whatever it might be, I've forgotten that I ever did it and someone will remind me of it. That must be the same for you in some ways. Yeah. You know what? After a while. <laughs> it all blurs. Yeah, it does. It really does. And, and for me, of course, I, I did a lot of corporate shows as well. And I mixed in a lot of not-for-profit shows. And, you know, you, you mix in enough different shows and eventually you're just like, okay, I literally need some kind of a physical, you know, milestone marker of some sort to remind me of what shows. And, of course, once you're reminded of it, then all of a sudden your mind floods back with all the information. But to, to call it up off the, you know, out of the blue, it's pretty hard to do. Yeah. You know, this brings up a, a great question uh, that I get asked sometimes uh, when I speak or uh, young people reach out to me. Let's say you get out of college. How do you start a career? Where do you start, CJ Powers? <laughs> well, I can give you the pat answer that everyone likes to do, uh, or I can give you a real answer. You know, the pat answer is, oh, we'll make a short film and become famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, I did some research a couple of years ago on how successful filmmakers are after making a short film that, quote, gets attention. And there has been less than two dozen people since the 1970s that have gotten feature contracts as a result of short films. That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing, especially when you realize that last year alone there were over 10,000 short films made. So the, the odds of being found that way are extremely slim. Great conversation with CJ Powers, professional writer-director, and we'll be back right after this. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. CJ Powers is our conversation for today and our guest. Let's get back to the conversation right now. So how do you get found? By creating something that meets and audiences need. That's how you get found. So those short films where it has a cool thought provoking moment or something that looks really fun or something that just makes you feel good for a little while, that doesn't do it. I mean, sure, you'll, you'll win some festival awards, but you're not gonna advance your career. To advance your career, you actually have to create something that people actually need. And they hold on to that with their heart and they say, oh my gosh, this is changing my life those people get to make films. Excellent. You, you know what? I've said in some of my workshops and teaching, the chances of a person coming out of even a film school or you've got your bachelor's degree in uh, film, video, communications, whatever it might be, media arts, of ever directing a big budget, a well-known feature film in Hollywood are just one out of a thousand, maybe one out of a hundred. And to, to kind of point your, your one's direction, 
think of what you can do right now as you come out of a school and build on that and realize that, hey, maybe you're not made to direct feature films. There, there are only so many men and a few women who ever have that opportunity. So what, what other advice would you give someone uh, as they, they try to build a career? Most filmmakers I talk to have a dream about the future, a dream about that big feature film. And since they don't have the money for it now, they're just going to wait around and maybe play a video game or two, read a couple books, and just hope and pray that someday they'll be able to have that shot again. And the fact is, it's the people that practice their craft every single day there you go. that always manage to find food money and you know they pick, can pay their rent. <laughs> Some can buy houses. When I started out, uh, my first uh, film that I launched on my own, when I wasn't on someone else's project, I did it on my own, I found an investor. I sold the investor on the heart of the story and what it was going to do to the audience. And that person said, you know what? Okay. And this was the first person I went to. I was planning on going to about 100, hoping I'd get enough that would invest. He wrote a check for the entire amount of the production. That was a surprise to you. It was a big surprise to me. And I was very fortunate because I knew enough about sales and marketing that I could not only get it made, but it get distributed. And it made back about 10 times its money. So he was thrilled. I was even more thrilled because he decided he didn't want any of the money back. He wanted me to put it into future productions. Oh, that's almost impossible to hear. <laughs> but it was a wonderful gift. One that I certainly treasured and admired. And it allowed me to launch a production company. So that's how I got started uh, on my own instead of working for everybody else. The key though, is that I had to be willing to do whatever it took to work every single day toward my craft and keep on mastering my craft. I meet people all the time, especially screenwriters. You know, <laughs> I meet these people that say, oh yeah, this great idea came into my mind and I wrote it down and it's perfect. And I'm like, wait a second, all the Oscar winning screenwriters that I've talked to, and I've only talked to seven of them, so it's not a lot, but you know, I've at least talked to seven of them. Every single one of them has told me that the number of rewrites have been always somewhere between 20 and 23 rewrites to make their screenplay to the point where it's Oscar worthy. So I always ask those guys, okay, you say it's perfect, but is it really? And then I start pressing them and asking them questions and I find out that they don't even have a properly written screenplay, let alone one that is excellent. And yet they're willing to move forward and try and raise money and everything else. And it's like, wait a second, why aren't you working on mastering your craft? Because it's not until you master your craft that you can really start to excel. There's a couple of, of themes there that you've talked about, CJ, that are so important. And one may not understand it at age 22 or 27 or, or heaven forbid, even later than that. But you've talked about mastering uh, film, TV, media, documentaries, feature films, short films, uh, et cetera, are all within those genres. It's a craft to be learned. I mean, you go to school for it. When I work in faith-based media, in fact, I will talk about 
to uh, church leaders and religious leaders and even, you know, people working in church media that I teach, I say, this is a craft to be learned. You can spend your whole life learning the craft of film, TV, media, documentaries, etc., And you'll never know it all. In fact, it's kind of fun realizing that you'll never know it all. You don't get frustrated over it. You just say, you know what? There's something new coming out this year and I want to learn it or I want to learn it from somebody that has mastered that. Enjoy the conversation with CJ Powers. Join us for the next episode. We'll learn more about creativity, uh, story structure, screenwriting, and how to master uh, filmmaking as a craft and an art. Thanks. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.